It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Friday. Welcome in. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio on this Friday, December 16th. Ed Peak from the AP has joined me. In the studio. How are you today, Edward? I'm good. Is you ready the, for the weekend? Is that the AP meeting, the Atlantic and Pacific Grocery? Sure. Why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for this uh, weekend. Ed Let from me tell Kroger you. has joined me. <laughs> I, you know, he bags there. <laughs> Paper or plastic? I was there yesterday. Bag my own groceries. M&M. <laughs> We're getting off the track. M&M Cartage Hotline <laughs> is open. 502-384-1450. Please call so I can talk to anybody else today. Three eight four fourteen fifty Thornton's text line open as well. 502-414-1450. Right now, get your free sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit, bacon, egg, and cheese croissant, or steak and egg burrito, along with a fountain drink, tea, fizz freeze, or 20-ounce bottled soda. When you become a new Refreshing Rewards member, download the app. It's simple. Register for Refreshing Rewards. Earn your free breakfast on Thornton's. And hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. It's all about volleyball today, folks. No, it's not. It's football Friday like it always is. Bowl season is underway. I gave you Miami of Ohio plus the 11 yesterday. It is uh, 10-0 UAB. (laughs) Three and a half to go in the first quarter in the Bahamas Bowl at Nassau, the Bahamas, as we speak. So uh, not going my way early, as most bowl games don't. Uh, whatever you're going to tell me about Texas, San Antonio, and Troy. That's 3 o'clock. I'm going to go the opposite way. The Cure Bowl. C-U-R-E. It's hard uh, to say. The Cure Bowl, yeah. But okay. it is the Cure Bowl in uh, Orlando. Texas, San Antonio, and Troy, both 11-2. and two. UTSA, who we saw in the uh, in the in uh, their conference championship game, we saw them lose, they uh, – are a two-and-a-half-point favorite over the Troy Trojans, whose head coach is former U.K. assistant John Sumrall. We uh, we passed through the city of Troy on the way back from Florida last year, and I just happened to say, my, my wife, I said, Troy, this is it's a very small town, smaller than Lexington. Yeah. And, uh, small college town. Right? Small college town, exactly, in Alabama. Alabama. Six-pack coming up a little later in the show, the unsponsored six-pack. Three and three last week. <laughs> uh, I haven't talked to Scooter about it because it still hurts me. Mm. Army Navy under. Remember that one, Scoots? Jeez, that's brutal. Army Navy under 32 and a half, whatever it was. It was 10 to 10 going into overtime. <laughs> Had the under. No, not, not, not so fast. Just kick a field goal or score the touchdown. Both teams in. did score a touchdown, unfortunately. Oh, God. And then what? That's the, why you shouldn't bet. This the, is why you shouldn't bet. The, the second overtime? Uh, second overtime was a field goal. Army won it. Navy's coach got got fired right after the game. <laughs> Ken, you know, they don't usually Ken, care enough to fire the coach. I mean, they, you want to win, but it's not about football at Army and Navy. Right. Are the coaches servicemen, too? Uh, they probably uh, served Munkin, in the service. I, but. I, probably. Jeff Munkin was not. I don't think so. The, the uh, army coach, but Ken and I can. I There's no chance. His name. I have no chance. Go ahead, try. M- Matatula or knock N- N- whatever <laughs> it is. I'm sorry. I got uh, it right written now. Ken <laughs> Nui Matalolo. 
Okay, there that you go. That sounded legit. Sounded good, right? I, I think he is Hawaiian. I just shuffled I up my or... Scrabble tiles and, and rolled them out. And it he's came been out. a little Nui, bit on. He's been a little bit on the downside the last several years, uh, and I'm saying downside. Uh, when you go five and six or four and seven at at, at uh, Navy, that's not a good thing. I guess not. Now and Army it, has been but, down. But you're playing and, Notre Dame if you're if you're Navy. Yeah, you're playing okay. you're playing top a couple of top level schools along Did the way. Did you know that the University of Louisville? When Howard Schnellenberger was here, regularly played Navy or Army. The uh, Army came marching no. down Floyd Street one day. I'm surprised we're still in the Union. They did. <laughs> uh, Let's get this thing right on the track. I had the Bills <laughs> minus 10. A safety beat me in that one. And my other loss was Kansas City against Denver. The Chiefs led that game 27 to nothing. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. 27 nothing. They you got the beat. You got beat in the pros by safety. Yeah, that never blocked, happens. Blocked punt. That for a never safety. happens in the pros. So six and zero oh turned into three and three quickly. I'm still six games under five hundred, but in the final segment today, we will try again. And because there are bowl games, I can still give you three college games. Well, we got it. We got three pro. You know, we got to keep you humble. We start today. That's uh, good luck. <laughs> We start today with volleyball. I hope you stayed up late because it was an instant classic. It was. It uh, was. Louisville over Pittsburgh to get to the championship game. You know how the game's on ESPN 2 Saturday night? Semis were on ESPN, the, the mothership, last night. They're moving it to ESPN 2 on well, Saturday night because of a bowl game. Well, everybody's got ESPN 2, that is, ESPN 1. Unless yeah, you're right. you're right. In some place like uh, – I don't know. No Wilderness, Wyoming or something. Wow. They got internet, though. You ever been to No Wilderness? Unlike, uh, by the way, Scooter, thanks for cleaning the studio. Looks fabulous. Looks very good. Yes. Yes. Well done, you. Thanks. Very good. Uh, Did you I run into that spider to, I saw 40 years ago? Had to, had to beg you all for compliments. There's going to be a little extra in your paycheck. Next Come on. Um, all right, 25-18, 23-25, Cards had a two-set-to-one lead. 22-25 and 15-2 whitewashing Whoa. in the final set of that match. That was incredible to watch. If they play like those 17 points, Texas is in trouble, but they're not going to play, like, play that, like yeah. that all the time. It was an incredible fifth set. It was 8 nothing to start, and you're going, my gosh, is Pittsburgh even going to score here? Well, my wife is sitting there, and uh, – she can't take it if it gets close. Well, Pitt starts coming back. They get within one, and she's pulling her sh- shirt up over her head. <laughs> she's uh, uh, she, nobody I can't wants watch. to see that. I, I can't watch. Oh, well, now wait a minute. I was ahead. about to uh, say, lucky Ed. Uh, lucky Ed. Yeah. <laughs> if she's listed, she's going to kill me. That's uh, okay. Did she finish the match? Yes, she actually. Okay. I, I told her. I did, wait. Go ahead. I told her. I says, look, I, and she's yelling at the TV. Well, who wasn't? I said, dear. If you're going to yell like this, I'm not going to say another word. Well, I calmed down a little bit. I can't believe Ed wouldn't say another word. Scooter, are you with me on that one? <laughs> I calmed down. I know Tony Burke's laughing. <laughs> I calmed down, and she calmed down a little bit. Did she ever leave the room? No, no, absolutely okay. positive. Okay. I went up to go to the bathroom, and she goes, where are you going? I'm admittedly not a volleyball guy. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not I'm a volleyball not either, guy. But when you get in the final four, I know the rules. That's about it. Um, I, if you had asked me any Louisville player before 
a week ago, I would have given you Anna DeBeer. That would have been it. That would have been the extent of my knowledge. Assumption grad. Chausse in uh, Akil. Claire Chausse was great last Chausse night, 25 Akil. kills. But when you're watching these matches and you have a vested interest, man, it's intense. Yes. It is unbelievably, I mean, it's excruciating to watch some of these points. Well, I asked this question to you gentlemen uh, before we came on the air. Where do Chausse and De Beer get their power from? I mean, <sighs> just De Beer, I wouldn't want us to be standing within 40 no. feet of her no. to get a volleyball hit back at me. These liberos in volleyball, I, I, I expect deaths some years because they're <laughs> – they're down low, and they are taking the brunt of these. They're there to do one thing, and that's block it back up into the air. Well, you know, and they said on the broadcast, and i got a comment about that, too. I'll, I'll throw in there. Uh, they said on the broadcast, Louisville's back line was very good last night. You know, they, they rotate, rotate and things of that nature. Well, when DeBeer was on the back line, she, and uh, when she would come forward for, for a kill, it was incredible. I mean, it was get well, out of the I, way. I, and I'm and sure. say was the same. This is debatable, but she is probably the best player to ever play at Louisville. She she's, could be National Player of the Year. Tell me if I'm wrong, and I don't know a lot about volleyball. To me, the turning point of the match, last three points of the third set, when Elena Scott threw in a couple of aces and then uh, made a 24-22, it was 22 all. She throws in a couple of aces, and, and the ball is moving like a, 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 a Lamar Hoyt knuckleball. Not Lamar Hoyt, Wilbur Wood knuckleball. Wilbur Wood, yeah. Or Tom Candiotti knuckleball, knuckleball. It's going 60 miles an hour with movement. One of them hit the deck. One of them went off of a defender and went dead backwards, and then they won the next point on her serve. That, to me, that was the turning point because it's 22-all. That third set can go either way. And Elena Scott, her service game there, unbelievable. I agree with you. I agree. You know, they have a uh, – and just to throw in a little bit of a local angle, they put a girl in from Providence uh, to serve. Uh, T.C. Uh, Rush. Yes, yes. Let's, Providence let's got a great volleyball program. Them and Assumption. Volleyball, volleyball Minute with Scooter. We're going to go <laughs> off soccer minute. I'm a big hey, volleyball guy. I, I listened to you yesterday talk about soccer. We'll get to that in a little bit. We'll get, are you fired uh, up? Wait a minute. I'm, I'm looking at the rundown I wrote down. I'm pretty fired up. I don't up. have soccer on. <laughs> yeah, it's John's show. He says we'll go. But okay, yeah. Ed, if you guys want no, to take no. over and talk soccer, <laughs> that's fine. No, get, get back. And maybe I'm funny about this and strange or whatever you want to call it. Uh, the, announcer, <laughs> the announcers, and Katie George is, is one of them. Katie I love, was on I the love Katie. Last I love night. Katie. Yep. And Katie does a good job. But the two women who did the second game play by play. Talked and talked and talked and Ooh. talked some more. Now, he sounds now, like a misogynist to me. Now, now, okay. <laughs> on a broadcast, you don't want to lose your audience on radio. I thought they were good. Now, I don't. I didn't say they were bad. I don't watch a lot of volleyball. I didn't say they were bad. I said they talked I, too much. Yeah, I thought they. Hey, there's a speck. Of, there's a speck of dirt in the right corner. Explain things to me I didn't understand. Now that now again, I'm not a volleyball guy. But I thought I, I was very much informed by those two. Mrs. Peak would sit there and she goes, these women are getting on my nerves. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, if Mrs. Peak says it, that's okay. You can't say it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, hey, okay, they got to play gonna Texas. There's going to be a picket line outside of the studio. <laughs> Both of our female listeners are going to be out there. Well, we have two. Uh, uh, Anna DeBeer, four aces in the first set. How good is she, man? 
Like I said, she's, she could be she? National Player of the Year very easily. Didn't uh, she rattle off like eight straight serves to yeah, begin the game? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was awesome. Unbelievable. Uh, we, to say that she was uh, uh, honed in, was focused, it's an understatement. <laughs> well, I think Scooter said it. Uh, what did you say the look was like? What'd you say? She looks like she's ready to kill you or something. Anna's oh, it's ready. scary. Yeah, but she was. She does not she smile went out on there the floor. To have fun. And no, I know. No, uh, I know. No. Danny Busboom Kelly said, "Look, I told these ladies we are best when we're smiling and when we're having fun, yeah. we're having a good time. That's when we play our best volleyball." I don't think that applies to Anna DeBeer. No, I, I agree with you. And she is great because of it. But you know, here here's another thing, real quick, before we get too far uh, for, from uh, too volleyball. Late. Uh, they have other players I thought who were very good. Jones, the girl from Jamaica, is very good. The tall, and I can't remember her name. A lot of blocks last night. Uh, it, it, in, the, in the fifth set that really played well at the net. Uh, and they got the, the smaller girls who play in the middle or in the back. I tell you what, that one ball, and you made a good point, it's coming through at 60 miles an hour, and it's, it's knuckling, and she's just – Almost like defending yourself. I don't know how some of those serves ever get touched from uh, from both teams. I mean, from a lot of well, some of the beers didn't. <laughs> Did you watch any of the Texas San Diego? A match? little bit. Texas was was better, far but, and above the better. Not team. far and above, but they were better. And and they'll be Texas will be di- very. They'll difficult. be favored Saturday. I would night. say so. Yeah, number I, one I, team I, in the country. Right, and they've uh, won. They've been in nine. Final fours or championship, whatever. I'm not exactly sure on the number, but I know they've won two, two or three. Louisville's got two losses this year, uh, Pitt one, and Ohio one State. to Pitt, and the other to Ohio State. Uh, incredible season, but they they were they've been here, they were here last year, and Danny Busboom Kelly said, "Look, it's different this year. This is now a business trip. Last year, wide eyed, hey, look where we're at." I think it was in Columbus last year. Right, right. Uh, now it's more of, hey, we're on a mission here, and uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet against the Cardinals well, tomorrow night. No, and it's it's eight o'clock, correct? On the eight deuce. o'clock on the deuce. On the deuce. Okay. U of L uh, versus Texas national wanna, championship. I want to make another quick comment about Louisville volleyball. At one time, they were when obviously when uh, when Katie George was here, and they had some good players, and their coach was Yenard. Leonard Yellen, he was a Russian fellow. Yeah. And they, they were good, but they never seemed to get over the hump. Well, Busboom Kelly comes in, and now she's got him over the hump and on the verge of a, uh, a national championship. Here's another thing I like about her as a coach. She lets her assistant coach. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. When the they Pittsburgh the guy, huddle. he just stood. I mean, he had no, he got no suggestions. Or he did probably, maybe he didn't want any suggestions. Right, right. It's a different coaching style. Yes. And she allows her assistants to say, hey, this is what I'm seeing, and this is what we need to do. And I like it, that. It, you got to set, set your ego aside as a coach to allow – I think that makes great coaches. I think Bill Belichick, Nick Saban, they do that. Now, they're, it, absolutely. they are completely in control. Absolutely. But they allow their assistants to make decisions, to make calls. Hey, this is what I brought you in here for. You're my strategist. When this is going on, and I brought you in, you're my defensive coach. I need you to be in here talking defense. And that's what she does, and, and it's worked gloriously at Louisville so far. Now, this is getting a little bit off the subject. I'm all over the place today. Of course. Today. So, I'm, I apologize. If he turned over to watch Stranger <laughs> Things, and I'm going to hear no, about that. Then. No. What I'm telling you is that Bobby Petrino is going to UNLV. Oh, we talked about which, that which, which is very interesting. 
Uh, very interesting. Now, does he listen to his? Now he's an assistant coach. Well, he never listened to his assistant coaches here. If he did, it was very far and few and far between. If I'm not mistaken, and I could be, Barry Odom was a defensive coach when he was a head coach at Missouri. Right, right. So I would think Barry Odom's going to get out of the way and say, Bobby, this is your offense. Let's get some players in here, and you are going to be doing the play calling and and uh, designing this offense. Could you see him and Jimbo Fisher together at Texas A&M? That was rumored. Sure. Yeah, but I guarantee you they wouldn't sure. have gotten along. And they, they, probably... they might not be able to coexist in the same room, but maybe they could coexist Did on you, the sideline. And, and I know you realize this, but – Bobby Petrino beat uh, him when he was at Louisville. Sure, I was there. He was at Florida State, 62. Yeah. 62. Lamar could have scored 10 touchdowns (laughs) that day. Now, we're off the subject, and I apologize. All right, a lot to get to today. The uh, Niners, I tried to tell Scooter yesterday. He wouldn't listen. The Niners may be the best team in football right now. I'll I'll vote for that. I'll vote for that. We'll talk about that. Full slate of college basketball coming up this weekend. Indiana, Kentucky, big games. I guess it's a big game for Louisville. They need to win it, that's for sure. We'll talk about that. Unsponsored six-pack coming up as well. All that and more, you're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on The Big Guy. Welcome back Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Ed Peak in the studio here on this Friday. Eminem Cartage hotline is open, 384-1450, 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thorne's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Get your text into that number. We will wrap it up with a bow here and say uh, that Louisville, Texas, women's volleyball, national championship game, Saturday night, ESPN from Omaha, ESPN 2, excuse me, from Omaha, 8 o'clock. Omaha gets some events. The baseball's there and this volleyball thing's there. They had a regional a couple years ago. Uh, Texter says, did I just hear Ed say we need to keep you humble? LOL. Yep. Wonder who He said it. I don't know why he wasted his breath. Who texted you to that one? It doesn't matter. Doesn't, it doesn't okay. Matter. Uh, Bahamas Bowl is underway. 11 minutes to go in the second quarter. UAB, the Blazers, lead the Miami Red Hawks 10 to nothing. And who's the favorite there? Uh, UAB is about a 10 or 11 point favorite. It was game. 11 right before the game. UAB. I knew and Scooter would know. UAB uh, and Miami of Ohio out of the MAC. I think. And, but, I, this, and you brought up a point. It's bowl season. We don't know who's going to play in these bowls. Be careful when you look at a spread and you go, boy, that's weird. LSU-Purdue was five. It went to 11 in one day. Now, Purdue lost their coach. Charlie Jones opted out of the bowl game yesterday, the best wide receiver arguably in the country. Uh, And all of a sudden, LSU's an 11-point favorite. So when you look at a spread on any of these games or when anybody's talking about these, who do you think is going to win? If you see something crazy, keep in mind, we don't know who's playing in these games. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, will it change when the playoff starts in two years? Because now you're going to have 12 teams instead of four. So will more guys say, hey, uh, 
yeah, I'm playing for a national championship here. Maybe I should hang around and play. That's a good question. I, I, I have no idea. I don't think it'll affect it. I really don't. No, because, I don't think so. Uh, Jackson Smith in Jigba, who's been hurt all year long, to be fair, for Ohio State, he's not going to play in the playoffs. The wide receiver. Probably their number one wide receiver, along with Marvin Harrison Jr., not going to play. Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, that's how old we wow. are. That's how old we are. Wow. Um, the other Nick Bosa is a great example. He had a stomach problem at Ohio State, sat out the whole year, said, you know what, I'm just going to get ready for the draft. I think he left school, said, uh, I'm not going to play football anymore. He's doing fine. He's doing okay. Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette started this whole trend of not playing in bowl games. McCaffrey at Stanford, Fournette at LSU. Now, they weren't national championship games or playoff games. They were just regular bowl games. I don't begrudge any of this. I, I don't have a problem with that. I, I would have a problem. If you're a first-round you. draft choice, if, you're, if well, you that's believe that's you're a first-round draft choice, I have no problem with you not playing because we've seen guys get hurt in these games. Maurice Claret right, right. comes to mind. Jalen Smith, the great linebacker at Notre Dame, got hurt bad in a bowl game. Look, he lost millions of dollars. Millions but of dollars. Here's the thing, John. Still played in the NFL, but Here, he was no thing. longer a top draft It pick. could be game number 12. It could be the conference championship. It could. Uh, it could be game number five. If you get hurt, you get hurt. And but and I know and I know where you're coming from. The closer from, you get to and, the draft. And I know where these players are coming from. The closer you get to reaching your dream of playing football for big money right. in the National right. Football right. League, right. I know. the more chance you're going to say, do I want to take that chance to get hurt in the Cure Bowl or the right. yeah. Lending Tree Bowl? Now, if you remember Satterfield's first year, the big offensive lineman who's now with the Jets – uh, had a few injuries, and he says, I'm going to opt it out. Now, Louisville did win uh, the uh, Music City Bowl against uh, Mississippi State, who also had some injuries that year. But uh, what was his – oh, I cannot think of the offensive lineman. He's a big guy. Beckton. Yeah, Mackay Beckton. Beckton. Yeah, yeah. A good player. Good player. Uh, he's been hurt again with the Jets. So. Yeah. Um, I see – you know, I can see that. I, I get it. And, you know uh, – I can't begrudge a guy that's going to be a first-round pick for walking away from a non-playoff bowl game. Right, right. I think it's a little different if you're playing for a national championship. You got, you know, you got sixty other guys counting on you. Well, you know, one guy from game. Ohio that's State. That's a lot of pressure. One guy from Ohio State opted out already. In, in Jigba, I was talking about the wide receiver. Yeah, right. I'm yeah, sorry. Jackson Smith and Jigba, who didn't play a lot this year. He was banged up all year long. Jackson Smith and Jigba. In Jigba, okay. But he is going to be one of the first wide receivers off the board in the NFL draft. So, hmm. I, I look, you got to protect your future here, man. You do. And if, if you're banged up at all, why are you playing? Okay. I, I you know, I, I didn't. And then I, you got these lesser bowl games. Music City Bowl, Iowa, Kentucky. You're going to have a right. third-string quarterback for Iowa, a backup quarterback for Kentucky who we saw in one game, and that didn't go well, South Carolina game. I'm glad you brought that up. Gamecocks, Gamecocks whipped Kentucky that day. This over-under, what's the over-under, Scooter? Uh, last I saw, 32-and-a-half. 32-and-a-half. So they don't think these quarterbacks, very no. much of these quarterbacks I would take. anyway. I would take, I'd take the under. I'd take, now, do you this think – It's not going to be an entertaining game. I'm, I'm glad point. you brought up Kentucky uh, playing Iowa. Do you think that – uh, Kentucky will – well, obviously they've worked with this guy. He's from Somerset. Uh, 
they've worked with this guy now for a better part of more than three weeks. Will they try him or will they try a guy that they maybe have next uh, year? I think you'll see multiple quarterbacks. You'll see a bunch of different guys because now, did you see? Does the game mean anything? Well, in the big scheme are, of things, no. It it used to be, these games were used as a recruiting tool. Right. Hey, look what we did in the, in the Music City Bowl. Look what we did right. in the Citrus Bowl. With the transfer portal, right, and right. with the early signing day, I mean, here here's no, it's here's not a recruiting advantage. It doesn't here, matter anymore. It matters here, less than it used to. Now, I enjoy college football, and to be honest with you, I enjoy the bowl games. I'll go home and watch some of those those games. Today. The Bahamas Bowl? The Bahamas Second Bowl. Second half of the Bahamas Bowl? I'll, I'll think warm because it's going to get cold here this weekend. 10-0 UAB still. Uh, boy, that, middle, the middle the Blazers are blazing it. Uh, they are firing some defense. Against at, the uh, Red Hawks. Miami of Ohio. Yeah. Red Hawks. Firing some defense. Um, I enjoy the bowl games, and I know. I do, too. Uh, am I going to watch every bowl game? No. Uh would I watch the cheese it Bowl? Uh, eh, maybe. <laughs> My wife says I keep uh, cheese it in. They're need, the reason they have a bowl game. I'm the reason they have a bowl game. I eat so many. Great crackers. I, I need a. They are. <laughs> so we're rating crackers now? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> Thank wow. you, Stuart. What about generic Cheez-Its? No. Oh, it's so bad. No. It's so bad. If they if they made like a toasty. This is a cheese it commercial right now. If they did like a toasty generic, it might be pretty good. Oh. But yeah, anything no. my wife brings home from, and I don't want to say the name of the store, Aldi. I don't want to say the name of the store, but anything that's not name brand on a on the cheese it front, the cheese cracker front, I've got a. I, I'm like awful. I, hey, my I, cousin, I can't. They get stale. They feel. I feel like they're stale when you're already. Back. Yeah, <laughs> my cousin. Cheese its are great. Extra toasty, by the way. Absolutely. My cousin, on, on a, we had a little trip, all of us <laughs> together, a bunch of guys. He brought on, he brought on the the trip, spam, from Hawaii. Let me check my rundown. I don't have spam on the list here for today's show. But go ahead, spam, and it was with macadamia nuts. Macadamia nuts are great. Yeah, on spam? No, 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 no spam. I, I've never had spam. <laughs> I'm not an elitist. Okay, Boy, we're all over. The but place I've never today. had spam. Uh, I have had little Vienna sausages before, <laughs> and that's about as far as I've got. All right, back to, back to sports. Fried Speaking spam. of Christian McCaffrey, okay, we're not we weren't talking about it. Uh, San Francisco beat Seattle last night. Thursday night football, twenty-one to thirteen was the final. There uh, should have been twenty-one to six, or and the double-digit streak would have continued for San Francisco. Uh, I think they're the best team in the NFC. Trevor Kelsey doesn't want to hear that. The Eagles are 12-1. and one. The Eagles are really, really good. But this San Francisco defense is the real deal. Christian McCaffrey is a difference maker. He went over 100 yards. He caught some passes last night, scored a touchdown. George Kittle with a couple of touchdown passes. And I said this yesterday. If Brock Purdy doesn't try to be anybody except Brock Purdy, they'll be fine. No turnovers for San Francisco last night. He threw for a touchdown. He was 17 of 26, 217 yards, two touchdowns, by the way, both to George Kittle. No interceptions, no fumbles by the Niners last night. If they don't turn the ball over, in my opinion, best team in the NFC. Is Jimmy G going to come back this year? Why? He's not. Yeah. With a broken foot, he's not. But even if he did, 
Brock Purdy's now played 10 quarters of, of real football, and he's looked really, really good. Who is the second-string guy that's also? Uh, they brought in Josh Johnson now, uh, who's been a, he's played with 20 of the 32 teams, I believe. Big XFL guy, right? Big XFL guy. So he's the backup. Trey Lance, of course, got hurt early in the year. He's done for the year. Uh, he was supposed to be the future. If Brock Purdy keeps playing like this, Mr. Irrelevant, by the way, last guy picked in, in a draft, um, you can go forward with a guy. They've got him under contract for three more years, under a million dollars a year. I got a bargain. Spend some money, go get a couple of skill guys, and if he keeps playing like this now, I'm not saying right now, I'm saying if he keeps playing like this for the rest of the season into the playoffs, you might have your quarterback. How good is Seattle? I know uh, I saw some comments. Seattle's gone backwards. They Geno Smith six and was, three, weren't they? they he was or really good early. They're seven and seven now. Seven, yeah, yeah. Um, Geno Smith was good early. They got great receivers in DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Best rookie running back in the league, Kenneth Walker, the Michigan State kid. Um, defense is okay, but they they have not played. Lost at home to Carolina last week, and this is that's two straight good. home losses that's now. It's not, not good. No. So um, they've gone a little bit on on the backwards train. Let me ask you all a question that I posed to my roommate last night, and you all your all's minds go back a little further than mine. What is the when's the last time that a team was able to trade for arguably a top three player in the league in the middle of the season like McCaffrey? That's a good question. Like um, what's what's the most electric the trade besides McCaffrey? Yeah, in the middle of the middle season. Of the season. I'd have to I can't think I'd have of to one. do See, some it just, that's what I'm saying. It yeah. just doesn't happen. And the fact what? that they were able to get him. They got grief for that trade. I don't know why. Because they gave up some draft capital, a lot of draft capital. They got a lot of grief. People said, oh, you're you're getting a guy that's making a lot of money at a position where you can plug other guys in. Running back is no longer an elite position in the NFL. It's, uh, you know, because you got a lot of teams that have running back by committee. And they got a lot of grief. But he has been worth everything so far. And if you don't want to resign him, you don't have to. If, in my opinion, if you could get Christian McCaffrey – and I watched him when he was at Carolina some, and he was at Stanford, I believe, right? Stanford, yeah. Uh, he can play, and he's a good he's a good player. He's a three down back. He's a little he's he's a throwback. So he'll catch bit. it out of the out of the right, backfield. Right. So he's and he'll block, uh, he'll pass block as well. He he's he's a stud, absolute stud. And they lost Debo Samuel for a while. They're hoping he'll be back. He's a uh, for the postseason. He's a player. If he's back. I told you yesterday, Scooter, I, I put a little green on San Francisco to win mm-hmm. the NFC a few weeks ago, and I feel pretty good about that right now. I don't blame you. Before we get away from pro football, and you you brought up the point, Philadelphia. Uh, it's Philadelphia and, and San Francisco, to me, are the best two teams. The Cowboys, I don't You're know. You're talking NFC or overall? I'm talking overall. Ooh, Cowboys know, got, a, got, a, got a chance. Chiefs are still the Chiefs. Chief, well, but the Bengals beat the Chiefs now three years in a row. Now, the Bengals and the nope, nobody. He's the only guy to beat. Joe Burrow's the only guy to beat Patrick Mahomes three okay. times in a row. So yeah, I, would I, be, I agree. Kansas I'd be City. surprised if it would get to four. Gotcha. Okay, that's now, just me. Uh, Baltimore has they've struggled on Their and defense off. Defense has gotten better. Lamar's still now, hurt. Lamar's still hurt. Yep. And the Browns are not a factor in that. You only got four teams in that division. Browns are a three point favorite over Baltimore tomorrow afternoon. It's a, it must. It got to be a Cleveland. Yes, it's in Cleveland. But you've got 
a third-string quarterback for Baltimore, Deshaun Watson, who hasn't been impressive, but he's back for Cleveland. All right, throw out a prediction. Who who do you like? Is that part of the six-pack? It is not part of the six-pack. If you made me bet it, I would bet the uh, Baltimore Ravens. I take the I take the three points. The NFL's been a you uh, take under, the three points against. Yeah. Oh, NFL, I, I would too. The NFL's been an underdog uh, betting bonanza all season long, and I've been on the other side and, of that most of the time. <laughs> and the Bengals play Tom Brady, yep. and I believe they play at Tampa. They do uh, late window on Sunday, and I'm not sure of the spread there. Cincinnati's three and a half over the goat. At his house. I'll take Cincinnati. Uh, that that game is part of the uh, six pack. Tampa Bay is a little. Uh, they're they're. I, you don't know where they're. I don't. I don't understand them right now. Six pack is coming up. Oh. After the break. That's called a tease. That's right. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Anywhere John Spears, Ed Peek in studio. Final segment of the week. Upcoming the uh, unsponsored six-pack. You can hit me up on the Thornton's text line still, 502-414-1450. Don't forget, Southern Indiana High School basketball tonight. Providence and Floyd Central from Floyd Central. 7.30, is that right, Scooter? 7.15 pregame. You're the one calling the game. You should know. (laughs) I need to know what time to show up at Floyd Central tonight. I will be on the call uh, filling in for Matt Dennison tonight. Providence at Floyd Central, 7.15 airtime, I'm guessing. Yeah. You know what? 7.30 tip. You know what? And I'm serious about this. One of the good things about covering a game in, in southern Indiana or anywhere in Indiana is when you walk in the door, you can get a roster with numbers and names. Oh, yeah. Whereas in other parts that I – That's all I need, by the way. I know that's all you need. And, uh, by the way, I'll be carrying the flag for the uh, News Tribune. Uh, Orleans, number two in Class A, 4-0, at New Albany, 4-0. You're going to the dog pound tonight. Dog house. Dog house. Dog house, dog pound. (sighs) Jim Shannon. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. Jim Shannon loves me. It doesn't matter what I say. I like Jim Shannon. He's a good coach. All right, before we get to the six-pack, talk a little college football, a little college basketball. All right, Cincinnati and Louisville tomorrow, Fenway Bowl, the Wasabi Fenway Bowl at 11 a.m. I better set my alarm, I guess. Two-point favorite, the cards, Ed. Who you got here? I'm taking Louisville, but it. Who That's knows? a heart bet, isn't it? Who knows? Probably, yeah, probably. Nobly uh, Cunningham. Yeah, but Brock Dolman is okay for a backup. And you got two uh, coaching staffs who, you know, Brian Brom is at Purdue. Louisville's got Dion Branch. He'll still be at Louisville next year, but he I don't know if he's going to be on the coaching staff right. or still be in administrative role. Cincinnati, I don't even know who Luke Fickle's got to, to coach the Bearcats this week. Well, they didn't put a depth chart up, and they didn't run their notes until yesterday. On the, on the, well, I don't I know think if it, these coaches can put a depth chart up anymore. And I understand I don't know who's leaving. that one of their best defensive players opted out late this week. So, you know, who, who, who knows? Like you said, and I think Louisville's taking the right attitude. We're going to go in Dion Branch. We're going to go up and have fun. And and okay. you win, you win. I I just think Louisville's they're going to be hurting offensively because they don't have Hudson, they don't have Cuttingham, uh, they don't have Tyon Evans, but they do have some good running backs. Louisville should have 
cheap tickets for basketball tomorrow. Get there at 11. We're going to put the Fenway Bowl up on the big screen. Watch it until, you know, 10 or 15 minutes before tip-off. And uh, and come out to the Yum Center and enjoy your t- your time there. Watch the football game and then the basketball game. I, gr- I agree. Have they not done that? T- they haven't done that. Ten bucks. They should have done it. Ten bucks gets you in the upper. Simple. Ten bucks gets you in the upper arena, which is the best place to watch the video board. And you could you, you get the bu- best of both worlds. Yep. It's uh, it, it's it's a you know, it's a dream scenario. It's easy to do. I don't know why they're not doing it. Uh, that is 11 a.m. on ESPN tomorrow, Louisville two-point favorite. Quickly, college hoops, Indiana, 14th ranked in the country, will be in Lawrence, Kansas, to take on the 8th-ranked Jayhawks. Noon start, ESPN 2 on Saturday. Big question, and maybe Scooter can answer this, will Jalen hood Shafino play? Mike Woodson said he's going to put him through a full practice yesterday, see how he responded. They were going to bang into him a little bit. Get physical with him and see how he responded. Will he play tomorrow? I think he plays, yeah. You said that last game to me. That's, what, I've said that the last two games. What's the spread? What's the spread? Ooh, I don't. There shouldn't be one yet. There's not one yet. Yeah. It I comes would, out the day of. I would think that uh, uh, Kansas five and a half, six. I would think so. And, and playing out there is, is difficult, although if Indiana, it's, it's if they're perfect. right, they're, they're really good, and if they're not right, they're – Kind of not very good, like at Rutgers. Uh, that's really the only stinker. I don't think they they didn't play particularly well uh, against Arizona, but they didn't play terrible. They mm-hmm. were missing Hood Shafino, obviously, and it, it, let's, sometimes you've got to give credit to the other team. Arizona right. played pretty good. Well, they didn't play. I didn't think terrible. They just couldn't make any shots against Rutgers. Two o'clock tomorrow, Ed Peak will be there. Florida A and M, the Rattlers. Is that right? The Rattlers come to freed up to uh, the Yum Center to take on the Louisville Cardinals, who are, by the way, on a one-game winning streak. You can get that game on ESPN+. Plus. Can the good vibes carry over, Edward? Well, they need to. I mean, uh, if you – and I know, and please don't take this the wrong way, people. Uh, if the, Say they win and go 2-9, and nine, then you've got maybe Lipscomb at home, and then they probably won't beat Lipscomb, and then they really get into the – got nine days off where you go to Rupp. Well, they need to. They'll need a lot of work on before they go to Rupp. Now, is Louisville going to beat Kentucky at Kentucky? No. I but, think Louisville should just be worried about the Rattlers right now. Nothing else. Right. 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 Now they the shot out, fifty-five percent. They made well, more like, than half you, their threes. You, That's not going to happen every game. You pointed that out the other day to me, and you're right. It's not going to happen. If Louisville, I would be happy with Louisville shooting forty-five percent on the year and winning the game, and winning the game, <laughs> and at least getting Sidney Curry more involved. He started to get a, a little bit more involved. Uh, L. Ellis was was elite, according to Rick Stansberry, and he was pretty elite. Uh, if they played it, it was it was the first time all year it looked like a team, and everybody that came in yeah. contributed something. Yes, yes, there was no there were no stinkers on the court. And let me tell you, there were some stinkers early early. <laughs> I mean, oh, top twenty matchup: UCLA and Kentucky, sixteenth ranked Bruins, thirteenth ranked Wildcats, Madison Square Garden, about five fifteen. It's the second game of a doubleheader. On Saturday, CBS. Can Kentucky beat a ranked team? Now, let's be fair. Michigan State was not ranked at the time when Kentucky lost to them. Michigan was not ranked when Kentucky beat them in London. The only ranked team the Cats have played uh, officially was Gonzaga in Spokane, and uh, they didn't play very well that day. 
Didn't play very well against Yale other than Oscar Shibway. Can the Cats prove that maybe they're one of the teams that could be considered for a Final Four this year? If you want to do that, you got to win one of these games, whether it's UCLA, Kansas later in the year, beat Tennessee, beat Arkansas. You got to win some of these big What's time the games. What's the spread? No spread yet, Ed. We, we, explained, we explained that to you. I'm sorry. I thought, I thought Scooter, I, Scooter would have a I'm direct I'm going to guess line. it's almost a pick em. I would say it was a pick I would say it's almost a pick em. Um UCLA's played okay. They've had good games, bad games. Uh, but Kentucky, look, I'm, I don't know if it's scheme, but the, you know when Wheeler takes more shots than than uh, Wallace and or Frederick and or Reeves, I got a problem. See, here's what I thought for Kentucky this year is supporting cask, cask, cast. It's you can do it for you to say three tries <laughs> around Shebway was better, and they're not. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't disagree with that. Sheepway's a heck of a player. They should be better. Let's just look at it that way. Uh, they should it be should better. should be now. Cason at times. Livingston's not living up to. Yeah. Uh, There's nine games in a row now where Calipari has said, I got to get Livingston more time. He's doing things the right way, and he doesn't get any more time. So, well, if you keep saying it, then do it. I don't know what to think. Uh, if you're looking for something to do, get out to Freedom Hall, 4 o'clock Saturday, Miami of Ohio. The Red Hawks come to town to take on the Bellarmine Knights. I will continue to beat this drum. The Knights are fun to watch play. It's that simple. If you like good basketball, get out there and watch them play. And I say this in a good way. they you, it, It's like you go back in time and watch the Knights play because that's the way basketball was played yeah. back in the 50s and the 60s and the early 70s. The ball movement and the precision on offense. is unbelievable. And the, and the tenacity on defense, too, same thing. A great crowd last week when Murray came to town. I expect a nice crowd again uh, as you get a MAC team coming down to play Abs- the night. Absolutely. All they're right. Gonna, they're going to have some good matchups with those uh, Division One teams along the way. It's time, Scooter. You ready? Uncensored six pack. Here we go. Uncensored or unsponsored? Uncensored. <laughs> I, so put your hand on the button because I'm uncensoring it today. <laughs> I, after 0 and 6 two weeks ago, I might throw some expletives out. Uncensored. Yes, I meant unsponsored, of course. <laughs> Let's start with the Fenway Bowl, the Wasabi Fenway Bowl, Cincinnati and Louisville. Bearcats are two-point underdogs. I'm taking the points here. You got two coaching staffs who haven't been coaching staffs before. I don't know what's going to happen, so give me the points. I'm going to call overtime in this Fenway Park game. <laughs> Both teams on the same sideline. That could find, that could be fun. Uh, I'd love to be there. I don't know about you. It'd Ed. be fun. Yeah, it would I be agree. fun to be there. if Boston wasn't that far. I might have gone to this game. Uh, but give me the Bearcats. I hate to do it. I don't hate to do it. Uh, I'm just trying to get a win here. And I said earlier in the in, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I'm going to be taking some points in the bowl season. Let's go to the second game. Las Vegas Bowl, Florida and Oregon State. Oregon State saw them take Oregon down in the uh, Civil War there. Very good Oregon State team. But Florida's picking, getting nine here. They're getting nine points. An SEC team get nine against the Pac-12 team. I'm just going to take the SEC team. I'm taking the Gators and the nine points. Did Florida's quarterback not leave the young, uh, I believe? I don't know. Richardson? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think it matters. Uh, okay. it's, it's a bowl game. Who, you know, give me give me nine points. That's it. L.A. Bowl, guess where that's at? Yes, Los Angeles in the uh, SoFi Stadium. 
I thought Washington, it was Louisiana. Washington State and Fresno State. It's not. Fresno State. Fresno four-point favorite here. I know I just took against the Pac-12 and Oregon State. Pac-12 had a pretty good year. That would be a good game. Pac-12 That's had a really good year. Washington State, sort of that middle of the Pac-12 under-the-radar team. I'm going to take the Cougars, and, and I'm going to take Washington State plus four in honor of of their former late coach, Mike Leach. I'm taking Washington State plus four against He'll be missed. He was a character, let me tell you. NFL games, all right. Last week I went Buffalo, Kansas City. I said I'm going to do it the rest of the year. I'm taking the Bills and the Chiefs the rest of the year. They did not come through for me last week. I'm going to try them again. Buffalo, there could be two feet of snow on the ground tomorrow night against hot weather, warm weather Miami coming in. Miami Dolphins had had heaters on the sideline in a game that was 50 degrees against the San Francisco 49ers. You think they're ready for two feet of snow down out in Buffalo? Give me the Bills. I'm going to lay the seven points. I don't care. Bills in bad weather against a, a warm weather team. Kansas City's a 14-point favorite on the road against the Houston Texans. Houston almost beat Dallas last week. You could probably say... They should have beaten Dallas last week. Kind of had Dallas beat. They don't do it two weeks in a row. The Chiefs are 14. The Chiefs are one game behind Buffalo for the lead in the in the uh, AFC and the home field by first game of the playoffs. They want to win every game. I'm taking the Chiefs, giving the 14 to Houston. I got to find some points here. Where do I go to find points? Late afternoon window on Sunday. Bengals at the Buccaneers. Tampa Bay was terrible. But this is the NFL. They were terrible against San Francisco. They're going to bounce back because Tom Brady's in that building. And they their defense will step up. Joe Burrow's great. Bengals have been great lately. Every once in a while, while you're great, you don't have a great game. Tom Brady, he's not going to put up with what happened last week. He will get Mike Evans involved early. I'm taking the three-and-a-half because if I can get the GOAT and three-and-a-half anytime, especially at home, I'm going to take it. So give me the Buccaneers plus the three-and-a-half against the Bengals. I'm not sure they win, but they keep it close. Should I mortgage my house for that? You should should take $500 and bet a 16 parlay here because they're all coming in this week. Cincinnati plus two against the Cards. Washington State plus four against Fresno. Florida plus nine against Oregon State. Bills minus seven at home against the Dolphins. Chiefs minus 14 on the road at the Texans. And the Buccaneers at home plus three and a half against your Cincinnati Bengals. And I want to be full disclosure here. I hope the Bengals win. I am really a Joe Burrow fan. I love watching this team play. They're going to be probably missing T. Higgins, although Jamar Chase is now close to 100% healthy. Uh, So you're missing one of your receivers. Joe Mixon came back from his concussion last week and looked really good. Um, I love this Bengals team. I really do. At the beginning of the year, I didn't think this was going to be a better Bengals team than last year because I thought last year they had some lucky draws and lucky plays in the playoffs. I was wrong. They are better than they were last year. And that old line that we talked about, brand-new old line how long would it take them to get meshed together and play well, they're there now. But that's why you pick them. What do you think about their defense? Defense is fantastic. Under, it's like the no-name defense of the Dolphins back in the day. Nobody knows who they are. Hendrickson, Bates, but they're really good. 
Thanks to Ed for showing up as always. We're going to go home watch some bowl games. Thank All you, right. Scooter. Oh, yeah. We'll talk to you Monday. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cardi. I'm the big guy. Anywhere you're, anywhere you're.